Come on, Joe Buck, This is the Rorschach, Georgia update for Thursday, the 9th of September, 2021. Quick summary of the stuff you need to know about Le Lo, Le Lo, Sakar, Le Lo. Start today with COVID-19 stuff. This week, the daily average of new coronavirus cases has decreased to 2,500 with the daily rate steadying at 70 to 80 cases per day. Most of the confirmed cases were reported in Tbilisi, followed by Imereti, Samagrelo, and Cajeti. On the 3rd of September, the National Center for Disease Control announced coronavirus has now surpassed cardiovascular disease as the first cause of death for every 1,000 infected individuals. Marina Ezubaya, director of the Tbilisi Infectious Diseases Hospital, stated, the current coronavirus mortality rate in the country is a result of an increased number of confirmed daily cases and should not be linked to incorrect patient care. Beginning on the 13th, public transport in all Georgian cities will resume operations while sporting events will be held without audiences. Tuesday, the 7th of September, Ministry of Health announced it will be launching an application to read QR codes containing information about an individual's PCR test results and vaccinations next week. According to the ministry, individuals without smartphones will be able to print out their QR codes. The government has also decided to launch a lottery incentivizing its citizens to get vaccinated. The lottery will start next week. Lottery will be drawn each day at 12 p.m. on the website stopcovo.lotto.ge and we'll be offering 100 lari, about 30 U.S. dollars, and 500 lari, about 150 U.S. dollars. According to the National Immunization Board, children over 12 years of age with chronic disease will be able to receive the COVID-19 vaccines in Georgia now. On Saturday, the 11th of September, Georgia will receive 100,000 doses of the Sinopharm vaccine donated by the Red Cross. As of Tuesday, the 7th of September, 17% of Georgian adult population have been fully vaccinated. About 30% of the country's adult population has received at least one dose of the vaccine. This week, the Georgian parliament decided to offer amnesty for fines imposed for violation of COVID-related regulations. The individuals who breach the rules before the 23rd of June will be exempt from paying any fines or penalties. On Saturday, the 4th of September, head of the D.C., Gamchelidze, encouraged political parties to promote vaccination in their campaigns for the October elections. Shifting to election news, former president of Georgia, Misha Saakashvili, pledged to return to Georgia for the upcoming October elections. Facebook video posted from his account. He encouraged Georgian emigrants to join him and return to the country by the 2nd of October. Unclear why he would want to assist the ruling party Otsneba by saying this, probably just ego, always a safe bet with Misha. He also faces several criminal charges, including the raiding of TV channel Medi using riot police, illegal takeover of property, and violent dispersal of mass protests on the 7th of November 2007. On the 5th of September, Georgian Central and District Election Commission members signed a code of ethics promising fair, impartial, and independent elections. The following day, the National Democratic Institute, NDI, launched its long-term election observation mission for the upcoming municipal elections. The mission will observe election campaigns, media, and information environments surrounding gender and inclusivity issues. On the same day, you had a citizen, Jackson Pill Kramer, who was illegally detained by the Russian-controlled occupation forces in the Skinbali region, was released. As you might recall, Kramer, who was visiting Georgia as a tourist, accidentally crossed into occupied territory, was taken to a Skinbali prison for illegally crossing the border 10 days ago. On Tuesday the 7th, founder and owner of opposition Formula TV channel, the former defense minister 
Dr. Kezarashvili was sentenced to five years in prison by the Supreme Court of Georgia. The verdict is in absentia, as Kezarashvili has not been in Georgia since 2012. When he fled, he fled the governmental powers when Otsneva came into power in 2012 and 13. Kezarashvili was accused of embezzling more than 5 million euros within the framework of a training project when he was Minister of Defense. He insists he was innocent, but don't they all? He says this case is about blackmailing him and the TV channel he supports. Also from Tuesday the 7th, Georgian rescuers found the bodies of two Moldovan alpinists on Mount Ushba and Svaneti. The search operation lasted for several days. According to Vadi Arhi, the lost alpinists were related and presumed to be father and son. Ushba is one of the most important peaks in the Caucasus mountain range and is regarded as most difficult ascent in the region due to its steep profile, unpredictable, and treacherous weather conditions. From mountaintops to marketing campaigns, this week the Georgian government announced that it will co-finance marketing campaigns of wine companies in export markets except for Commonwealth of Independent States countries, the CIS being the official term for Russia and its satellites. The decision was made to increase export competitiveness and awareness of Georgian wines abroad. Some numerical factoids for you. 341 Georgian companies exported wine to 53 countries in 2019. A year later, 2020, 370 Georgian companies exported wine to 60 countries. On Thursday, the 9th of September, Swiss chocolate producer Camille Bloch planted hazelnut orchards in Cajeti, on 50 hectares of land. In total, the company has invested 40 million lati, which is about 13 million U.S. dollars. First hazelnut harvest is expected by 2025. Pay attention if you have a moped in Georgia. Starting on the 1st of March, 2022, driver's licenses will be mandatory for all types of mopeds and quad bike drivers. The bill was first introduced to Parliament in 2019. Did you know there is an international eco-community project in the Caucasus that aims to promote the idea of sustainable environment and friendly living? As part of its plan, the movement wishes to establish an eco-village in Georgia with the goal of becoming more socially, culturally, and economically sustainable. The project is driven by a mission of living in a community with minimum negative impact and maximum positive impact on the land that we're sharing. If you want to know more about this, What on Earth Georgia's new episode where the founder of the movement, George, explains the topic is in the show notes. From positive impact to metal-worthy finishes on Sunday, the 5th of September, Georgian canoeists Mariam Kerzikashvili and Alexandre Tsitsivadze won medals at the Under-23 World Championship in Portugal. Mariam got silver, Alexandre gold. Well done. Let's wrap up from Tetra Cave in Imadeti region, which was opened after a two-year renovation supported by the European Union and the Czech Development Agency, located in Tzchaltubo, Rayon. Cave is a destination for both health and wine tourism. Check out in the show notes some great photos of the region. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We want to know where you're listening from, so drop us a line at podcast at Rorschach.com with anything else you want to tell us. Let us know what city or town you're in. If you like the show, share and subscribe for more. Nach Fondis. Musik